1: Right, deck. Yeah, we did plan a bonus episode for this morning to talk about reviewing the <laughs> fight of the weekend, which yeah. would have been uh, Chris Eubank Jr. coming down multiple weight divisions <laughs> to fight Conor Ben, who's going up multiple weight divisions. Um Sadly, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't see that coming. No. Oh, to be honest, I didn't see that coming either.
2: What a week in boxing. Yeah. We should say we should point out for those who are not across it, Conor Ben there was an adverse finding in a VADA test. Banned substance was picked up in one of his random VADA tests, a voluntary anti-doping association, which meant that then the British Boxing Board of Control came out and said, we don't want to license this fight, which obviously put the pressure on Eddie Hearn and Wasserman as well, the two promoters involved, and they pulled the show. Um, bit, well, very murky and unclear because the board only listened to UCAD or they go what UCAD say. Conor Ben never failed a UCAD test in this, in this camp, but VADA it kicked up a, a finding yeah. in the A sample we should say so the B sample still yet to be tested even at time of recording so mm. it was all very very surprising for a lot of people you know Connor Ben has not been found guilty of anything yet but the fight couldn't take place Right, rightly in my eyes I don't mm. know if you agree with that the idea of someone get a test coming out in fight week and then them still fighting was would have been such a terrible look for the sport so I think the right thing happened that we didn't get the fight and I feel like we needed to discuss it today in a bonus pod
1: yeah i think it definitely needs to be addressed um or just spoken about you know Mm. why not (laughs) yeah uh i I think it's not the first time you know i can't remember the exact incident with uh dillian white yeah and oscar rivas fight and oscar rivas so which one tested positive can you remember dillian white and
2: again it was some sort of test some sort of finding in the test which came out this was happened on the day of the fight and they had a hearing on the on the saturday and i'm not i can't remember rivas i'm not sure if you know they fought though they fought that day the weird thing about it is that the story came out in the Daily Mail in Fight Week. The test happened. This all happened early in September or in September. Mm. So the worry for me, and we'll get into it, is that without that story in the newspaper, would any of us know any of this? So, yeah. And then
1: the, the fight was still going to go ahead, that there was essentially no time to test the B-sample. Both
2: fighters are happy and compliant. Yeah, Chris Ubank Jr. It. He was told about it. Ba- essentially, as far as we're told, he said, don't care. Mm. Still want to fight. Because he backed himself and he probably wouldn't want some money, to be honest.
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing. So I mean, we were going to have Harlem, 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 New yeah, this morning to tell us his take. Now, no doubt, he's going to be frustrated because this guy's done a whole camp deck, right? Mm. And he's come to fight week, and through no fault of his own, not even his opponent, he's not fighting this weekend. Which it means he's not improving his his record. He's not improving his ranking. He's not getting paid all that hard work and money maybe that's been um invested for this training camp for this fight is gone now this is what happens when it's a pay-per-view show that like people are, oh can we not just could ben not just fight someone else could could we just go ahead with the undercard but this is a huge fight now i know the tickets are sold with subject to change but if they'd subbed out Conor ben and put in a sort of a a lithuanian middleweight that no one had heard of There'd be uproar. Yep. Like pe- people would technically not be entitled to their money back, but they would certainly want their money back. Likewise, there's a pay per view that needs to be sold. You know, and it's been, all been sold on the basis of born rivals. You've got Conor Ben versus Chris Eubank Jr. This is the fight that let's get it right. It's a bit of a, a novelty fight. It's not for any belts. They've sort of manipulated the weight divisions. Eubank Jr. is walking around with a sixty percent t shirt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh by the God. way, he made he made the weight on so he, he weighed in Saturday morning, one hundred and fifty nine pounds. Yeah, one hundred and fifty nine pounds. felled it by two pounds, didn't he? Well, no, because that well, was the rehydration on yeah, Saturday. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. So, he, so suggests as well the rehydration clause was one sixty. He still did his job. Yeah. Back June, and he yeah. emerged from it with so much credit. Yeah. Um, and obviously, his cousin Harlem supposed to be on the undercard. He didn't get to fight. Mm. There's all these questions when a fight gets pulled, a show gets pulled completely because this doesn't happen in other sports. Mm. So I feel like we should get into it. We can get into it with Harlem. Yeah, I'm sure you have experience of it and why the undercards don't just happen anyway. And
1: yeah, I want to. Yeah, we we'll get, we'll get Harlem's take on it. I don't think there's any exact protocol
2: for mm. this
0: sort
1: of thing. Sometimes I remember being in in um, Belfast, right, for Carl Frampton as the main event, and Carl Frampton was, didn't have a particularly good camp. Really struggled to make the weight think he might have even failed the weight but the fight was still going to go ahead and then a freak accident happened yeah. in the shower with the, um, the South American the, opponent the Mexican yeah. guy
2: yeah he cut his face up in the, in the shower
1: yeah and I thought oh, is he really or is like is, <laughs> anyway then I saw him and his face was mangled I was like if you can't beat the shower then you have no <laughs> chance with uh, Frampton tomorrow <laughs> night and that fight fell through because I always thought the general consensus was that if you wait as an undercard fighter, if you weighed in and your opponent pulled out, you still got paid, yeah, paid yeah. right? You have the frustration, but usually when you're on your way through and you're a prospect and the, they've booked a, you know, a Lithuanian uh, journeyman to fly over and he's got on the wrong flight or he hasn't made the weight, or he hasn't done his medicals or whatnot, and they just literally can't get you another body before the fight. Frank Warren or whoever it would have been was the promoter. goes, all right, son, don't worry sold your tickets and they'll give you your ticket money back and you will weigh you in for the purse you know time's moved on a bit you know maybe that's not the case anymore and imagine if you're chief support for a pay-per-view card and you're on you might be getting 50, 60, 70, 80,000 pounds for this fight because it's a good fight it's a meaningful fight and your opponent don't make it for a medical or whatever other reason you're still going to go there you go son there's 80 grand well done do you want to fight next week I'll pay you again next week you know it was announced that this this has been postponed rather than cancelled hmm. is that right day yeah but so, I mean this is all is, is that up. just because it's a little bit easier admin with the ticket
2: refunds like yeah, for possibly. now I mean um, how can they I don't know what the process is now Connor Ben has to somehow clear his name b sample gets tested i guess and then they got to build it again but now with this whole caveat and it feels like we've had this before and you mentioned white and revas but it feels like this one it's a bit of a chain there's a turning tide somewhere it feels like a watershed moment for boxing this one in particular and it might just be because of the size of the fight and the interest and the whole ben eubank thing but it feels like this one's slightly different
1: i think time is a healer in in these instances um and now it's about protecting your um profile and credibility uh, if I, you know, in terms of Conor Ben, you know what i mean you speak to one person they might say wow oh, just slapping with a massive ban the next person says well you passed the UCAD. Yeah. does it really matter what is it like even people with inboxing it's hard to get a proper answer you don't really get a press release statement from any of the anti um associations to sort of clear up some things there's some there's some holes some stuff that i don't know or understand
2: so I feel a pod coming on. I feel yeah. like, we need to do, <laughs> do doping. No,
1: we do. I'd, I'd love, to, I'd love to have the, the guy, who, the, literally the guy who watches you pissing a pod. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they all know, they know I'm the protocols
2: cool. and everything else. I want to get Margaret Goodman on the pod, the founder of Varda. I feel like we should shoot for her. that. Would be amazing. Yeah. Because there's so much, it's so it's such a massive field. Most boxing fans really don't see much of it.
1: And that was one of the biggest paranoias in in my career. Was that I would test positive for something when I'm not taking anything?
2: <laughs> yeah, you know? don't, you're not even getting the you benefit. Know?
1: So seriously, like we'd we'd um, fight week, we'd only drink from sealed sealed water. You know, someone handed me a, a bottle of open water, I remember after one fight, I think I was exhausted. Like I was like, "Can you get?" I think it might be Martin Murray. I was really tired. Can someone just get me some water? And one of the, one of my bouncers was drinking the water, but. He's not, a, he might not be a clean big athlete. Big bloke, was he? Oh yeah, he <laughs> was a big lump. So I said, where's that come from? Was just, uh, I said, go ahead and ask him. He thought he was, <laughs> he, was under, he was in big trouble. He <laughs> was like, yeah, don't drink his water. Yeah. I was like, All right. just in case. But you don't want to take, don't take any prescription drugs. Because so you're you'd doing an anti-doping tests. I show up at six in the morning, like you're half asleep, dogs barking, babies. Just being woken up. The miss is like, oh She's like, you better get up. I've got running that day or I've got sparring that day. I'm trying to just pretend I'm still asleep. It's not the acado man. I didn't book the accado man for 6 a.m. And it's the UK. It's UK anti doping, right? Go and wake up. It's Vada. It's Wada. Alright, come on, let's go and have a chat with him. Take him downstairs. You've got to remember what you've taken, you know. So if you've had um if you're carrying an injury and you've had to have, you know, an injection in your elbow or something like that, and if the, you know, is there anything in it, any supplements that um you know are fine but you just want to let you can let them know because they just they need to be aware of it so you got to remember everything to go down and then it it goes off comes back and you get an email right to let you know if you're clean or not but sometimes they'd use a, a double negative right and there was one time where I got the email and it was like you are not negative you know it was literally sound like that and I was like what the fuck so <laughs> I quickly said it to my to my physio and to my lawyer Uh, My lawyer then read it exactly how I read it. Big up Bill Sibley. Member of the club. (laughs) Come back. He read it the way I read it, but he obviously just skim read it and panicked because I've probably forwarded it to him. I sent it to my physio, um, who does all my sort of medical stuff as well. He didn't respond, but he's a busy guy. He didn't respond. because There's nothing to fucking worry about. (laughs) He probably was like, why on earth has he sent me this? So it took me about a day and a half to get get on a physio and go, by then, I'd worked out that you know it was a double negative because I showed it to my missus and she's like, Yeah, what's, what's the problem? Like, she's a school teacher, so she's like, What, yeah, what were you moaned about? I was like, And then as she's saying, What's and then I'm reading it going, Oh, yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. I mean, it's a good way to cut weight. I think I'd lost about <laughs> three pounds that morning, than maybe three kilos. worry, yeah, but um, I, I swear that it was massive paranoia for me, was, would have been testing positive for something that you know. Because then you're like, oh, it's a question mark's over my head. Am I a clean athlete mm.
2: or not? We're, I mean, we're still, it's early days in this saga. We don't know where it's going to go. But what we do know is the fight didn't happen and that the show didn't happen. So people get placed elsewhere. There's a load of questions about what happens now, what are the nuts and bolts. And I think Harlem is the man who can tell us from his point of view exactly how it unfolded. Yep. I think we should get him in. Get him It's in. the first bonus pod with a, with a guest. What a moment. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had to get a guest in for this one, yeah. right? Yeah. 'cause we don't know what we're talking about. No, let's get him in.
0: <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting Because this isn't just any vacation, this is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
1: Deck, Yes? Today we have a member of one of boxing's most famous families. We do. We've got Eubank in the building. I think the most talented Eubank, but keep that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just smoothing him out. I've been yeah. watching him, I've been covering him on Channel Five lately. He's he's quickly developing into
2: the real deal. A star mate. Not this weekend. I'm no. giving it away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, don't, no, no, no. He's I can see like he's He's, he's ready to go. We got him into vent. <laughs> yeah. Right. Of course it's, yeah, it's Harlem Eubank. The, the karate man, the karate mm. kid. Unbeaten, super. What super light,
3: I, is, super. I always get confused. Like, light light, light World Way, S- yeah. It's the same thing. It's super, yeah. super, yeah. super, super light 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 lightweight, lightweight or Lightweight so For some yeah. reason, there's
1: two names for yeah. the same division. <laughs> I think Americans like uh, super lightweight. Super but lightweight. I yeah. like Lightweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But super, super. You want a super in the name? Super lightweight. <laughs> Harlem Ubank. <laughs> thank you, Harlem, for coming in, mate. <laughs> to give us your your thoughts and feelings, I suppose. It's a
2: mad old week mm-hmm. for you.
3: Yeah. Nice to be here. It's been been a wild, a wild week uh, <laughs> as the news kind of unfolded. It's been a whirlwind, but I was preparing to fight on, on Saturday night on my cousin Chris on his undercard, Eubank Ben, and um, the news kind of unfolded fight week and made us all kind of uncertain what was happening, really. Mm. So, so where, where was you? The yeah, let's do the timeline.
2: You. Let's do the timeline. So what day was this?
3: Wednesday.
2: Wednesday um, was the story in the paper, wasn't it? Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. So, Wednesday so deep morning, into fight week. Yeah, deep yeah. into
3: fight week, we've already done. So, went up to the fight hotel Tuesday night. Like, photos and, and media bits Wednesday morning. Go back to the room and then get a call. Just ordered my my uh, low-calorie salad. No carbs at this nice. point. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> Caesar salad, yeah. hold the dressing. Yeah. Yeah. At least yeah. he's eating. No sauce. <laughs> yeah. um, and... Uh, a phone call from from one of my friends who's due to be coming up on on friday to um you know join me in in the fight hotel he said you know uh it's come up that that Ben's a substance a banned substance has been found um and uh yeah he was like what is the fight still going ahead and and at this point i'm like i can't believe it you know i'm this is it's a huge fight and it's three days away i'm in the hotel i'm 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 ready to fight and yeah, I kind of was in shock, put down the phone and was like, surely not, surely it's uh, some kind of prank, check the date, is it April Fool's or something, yeah. you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's October. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, it's like.
1: so who's your first call to confirm this news? Like, um, do you call Chris? Do you call do you know what? your manager? Even,
3: no, I didn't even want to bother Chris with that because I know everyone's going to be yeah. onto him, messaging him it was kind of just let me actually check social media and see see what's going on because that's usually you know if this is the case then surely it would have erupted on here like if it's yeah. if it's legit so um you know yeah. looked on the socials and then the threads kind of developing and everyone in the kind of fight hotels looking at each other like is this going ahead is you know and then but the message was kind of strong well on wednesday that it's going to go ahead whether it whether it's abroad whether it's might just be the undercard. Whether yeah, the the message was strong that y- you're still going to be fighting Saturday.
1: So yeah, I mean when it broke for me, it's uh, sort of got no no bearing on me. I had a little gig that night. You know, <laughs> no, I'm not playing my own violin. You know, <laughs> I was covering for the radio, which uh, I was disappointed oh, that's about. Oh, a good one. Yeah, but I was thinking, right, what are the options? It's either it doesn't happen, it goes ahead. If it goes ahead, is it a new sanctioning body? Uh, Luxembourg or something? A uh, Luxembourg, mm. Austrian board. Is it German board? I mean, they come in like cavalry and they don't mind, uh, you know, uh, flighting in the face of the the boxing border control. (laughs) Border control were were strong off the bat, weren't they? Straight away and said, this is not good for boxing. Mm. I thought, there's not much coming back from this. Like, Mm. how do they... How do they come back from but this? But then, then
2: it turned out that they sort of, what we're told by Eddie Hearn, one of the promoters of the show, is that they were aware of this, but then when it went in the paper, they had to react. And mm-hmm. then that's where we were left. So this is on the Wednesday. So did you do the work, public workout? Because Connor did. Yeah, did so Chris...
3: we, had the, we had the news. We went to the, the public workout because, as I say, the message at this time was, it can still go ahead. That must and, have been tough. Yeah, it's kind of like, you have to try and focus like it's going ahead because you're, you're a fighter and... If you don't prepare like it's actually going ahead, then you put yourself at uh, a disadvantage. So you have to put yourself in that mindset like it's going to happen. But at the same time, you're not really sure. Yeah, went to the public workout. Connor came in after and obviously had the media stuff going on. But this time, no one was really sure exactly how much truth was in it. Like it's still um, freshly unfolding, you know. So um, everyone's doing their kind of interviews and bits and and then obviously more and more comes out wednesday evening and then thursday morning it was meant to be a press conference an early one at 9am and uh we got the message that they're, they're pushing the press conference back to three and that's when we kind of got a bearing that they're they're delaying and seeing what's going on before they actually run it mm-hmm. um so thursday morning we had a kind of inkling that it was more unlikely.
1: Mm. Well, th- Thursday is always an interesting day for a fire, I think, because you the next day is the weigh-in, yeah. you know, uh, and it doesn't matter how tight you are at the weight, the weigh-in always a big day, so you want to be fully prepared for it. The press conference on a Thursday was always a massive inconvenience for as me. A, yeah. As a
2: journalist, it was a nightmare because I knew none of you guys wanted to speak and you would yeah. never get any good <laughs> at that point. Yeah, I like, uh,
1: yeah I'd like. Yeah, i rather do the press conference Monday or, eat, or, or Wednesday at the latest, you know, and then if you want to do a workout, that will always fit in Tuesday. But yeah, Thursday I and mean, Yeah,
3: definitely it's, it's the day that you're you're low on fluids, you're preparing your kind of last meal before you go and do that weight cut in the evening, so it's like it's probably the most the hardest day of of the fight week really because after mm-hmm. the weigh in and you refuel, you feel good and, and then you're just ready to to do the business. But yeah, Thursday is usually the hardest day.
1: Did you manage to speak to um Calais or Nissa Sowland or anyone at Wasserman before like in this period here this Thursday morning
3: yeah uh, I spoke to some of the guys at Wasserman I didn't speak to uh, Nissa and Calais directly early afternoon I got a call uh, kind of saying it's off like none of them undercar has been notified yet so kind of don't, don't, don't yeah don't announce, <laughs> <laughs> don't announce anything just yet but yeah that that was the point what's that feeling like Harlem at
1: that point is that frustration, like, oh, or is it a, even maybe a tiny bit of relief of just knowing
3: whether it's going to happen or not? A bit, a mixture of both. Um, frustration, first and foremost, because you realise all the preparation. You've geared yourself up to one specific date with your training and, you know, you've peaked and you've put a lot of work in to build up to that like, that particular night. So you, you kind of realise that's all that work isn't going to be rewarded and you also realise you can ditch the salads and, and and go and get <laughs> go and yeah. get a nice big milk you
1: put you back on that room service. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mate, add, add some fries to that, to that yeah. uh, what's, salad, the, what's the please? first thing yeah. you do
3: at that
2: point i remember derek tazora saying when he bought he was in germany to box klitschko vitale vladimir i think the one which well, mm. everyone didn't happen yeah. literally in the like he's eating or he's in a restaurant at the time and he's literally like give send, send some beers <laughs> like he's there it's like it's off i'm fine i'm just going to settle in here what do you do yeah. first
3: Food, food for me. You know, I don't <laughs> yeah. drink, so I'm a, I'm a food man, I'm yeah. a foodie, and uh, yeah, head sh- straight out for a nice big meal. They it. always drop this one on you, though, Dave.
1: But we'll get you out in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're <laughs> like, oh, really? Yeah. I just want to eat something and enjoy it peace. Yeah. Like tell me tomorrow you'll get me out in yeah. two weeks. Don't tell me yeah. now. It's you have to reset
2: your whole your whole plan. Yeah. yeah. Your whole diet. It must be just as hard because like you say, you've peaked this, like Angelo Dundee say, you mm. can't make a souffle rise twice. Yeah. You've risen once. Yeah, it's yeah, like the yeah, same yeah. with Clessha Shields and Savannah Marshall which that fight got postponed because the queen died and now mm. they're back out but like Clarissa shows had to like go back to America, Michaela Maya go back to America still hold the weight and then come back again. It's got a jet so like Nightmare yeah. but so exactly so at that point because a lot of people think well okay fine the main event's off but why can't we still just do the card? Yeah. Can you explain for listeners why that's not the case in this we couldn't just go okay all of you lot can still box we'll still do the show without
3: the main event? One of the reasons is that a lot of people that bought tickets is is for the main event. A lot of the energy was people that wanted to come and see that fight and the undercard you know, would have been nice to see as well for them, but what's really brought them to, to the venue is is that fight. Mm. So I think it makes sense to save it for, for another time or do the undercard on, on a separate night. With you know, a new main in, event. With, with a, yeah, yeah, with a new main event. Yeah, that's, that's just the game. That ever happened to you?
1: Nowhere near as, as sort of as frustrating as, as what Harlem's experienced. I've had fights like so when I was gonna fight Baloo Jack for a world title that uh, yeah, was pushed back. They just yeah, about three three weeks out they just said, Oh, we're not doing this show. But it's like, Whoa, shocker. Really? You haven't put any tickets on <laughs> yeah. sale so yeah, I didn't think <laughs> yeah, you were doing that. it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um I had a show fall through I suppose the closest I had was um I was fighting James Tony once. <laughs> James Obi Tony coming over from Oh, where was he coming from somewhere and he showed up for the commonwealth title with one eye <laughs> and uh, <laughs> couldn't pass medical surprisingly uh this was a york Call show um my first time i was going to headline on sky so you imagine he'd come over fight weeks fell through yeah uh, and then i got that we'll get you out in two weeks yeah. and uh i did our box on a, a haymaker undercard david hay undercard where i boxed kenny anderson Souffle don't rise yeah, twice. it was <laughs> a, a tough night. Wanted <laughs> to get up off the deck. I was <laughs> dead. Um, so yeah, no. Um, probably the closest has come for me, Dave. Mm. So that was, that was so tough.
2: So practically, then you don't. No one gets paid. Yeah, Un- and yeah, none of the yeah. undercard fighters get paid. They put in all this work, outlay, spent money. A lot of them, yeah. and you don't get. No one gets a penny.
3: Yeah, it's um, it's a harsh yeah, game. It's one of the lows of the sport. You know, there's there's maximum highs and and big time lows as well, and I guess you've just got to try and take them in your stride, but it's it's difficult. It's not it's not easy. Obviously, you know, all the costs of camp and all the energy, you know, all the energy you put into it because to do the preparation for a fight is maximum output. It's hard to sustain that type of output. So you, so you have periods where you rise and then you, and you tail off. And yeah, so to prepare mentally as well as <clears throat> physically for a fight is very, very demanding, you know, not only... Financially, but More importantly, you know, physically and mentally.
1: if you don't mind me asking, oh god, what? No, what was your mindset in terms of what do you think? What do you think should have happened when Conor comes out and he's it's come out that an adverse finding has been happening? Yeah. So he's he's tested positive for a banned substance. For example, if you was the main event, if you was Chris yeah. and you was fighting Conor, what what would you do? What do you think should have been the right thing to do?
3: I think the correct decision was made. I think you can't really let a fight run. It's dangerous in this sport. In, in another sport, in a non-combat sport, it's not the same as boxing. In boxing, people's lives, people's health is affected. And um, I think at the time, I think Chris, he didn't really care because it, Chris is very headstrong and he's like, there's nothing that this kid can do that can put him at an advantage to have any success against me. That's Chris's mindset because he's very headstrong, but at the same time, you can't, you can't give someone that type of advantage. Mm. You, you know this is a sport where it can be a dangerous game, and trying to put it in a good light for the fans that it, it is a sport. it's not, it's not a, a blood business. And um, I think this one reached really reached mass media. It reached every generation, boxing fan or not the general public were excited it, really excited for this. so I think if they did let it go ahead could have been very bad for boxing.
1: Mm. No, I, I get that. My first thought as a, as a fighter, even though I'm not a fighter anymore, was if I was Chris, would be like, yeah, I can see Chris's point of view. Just yeah, go ahead with don't it. Don't care. But there's a lot of stuff involved in making this fight to start with that won't sit right with a lot of people anyway. I mean, Chris will around with a 60% T-shirt on. You know, <laughs> not the way I would have solved the fight, you know, but I, I get it. Um, he's saying that he's severely compromised like handicapped even yeah. make this a, a fair fight so he's had to come down to a weight that's not healthy essentially and then it was there was a lot of ambiguity about the rehydration clause what was it like mm. people are asking me all the time I'm like I don't know we do want to know yeah. like, I don't know I wish I knew mm. you know uh, you can take a punt on what that is what not Chris Senior all of a sudden it felt like he'd been kept in the dark and then he's very vocal about his, you know, he's dead against this fight and then this part as well. is <laughs> like yeah. now that there's it's a bad already substance bad involved, enough. you're yeah. like mm-hmm. <laughs> My first thought was like this is a bit of a, um it's an exhibition fight anyway. So mm-hmm. if the board don't sanction it, what who cares? It's an exhibition fight. It's an ex it's, it's a fight of two names, there's no yeah. belts on the line, go ahead with it. It might add to the pay per view sales, I don't know. But then and then once you you get past that fighter mentality and you digest it digest it a little bit, I'm on your wavelength where I'm thinking what if you know it's yeah. not this is not you know you can't it don't make sense the fight has yeah. to get the fight has to get pulled do you think this fight will get made again and rescheduled do you think this is finished for this sort of rivalry
3: i think chris hopes that it's rescheduled very quickly i think personally i can't see it happening we'll kind get a ban will they be able to clean up the image in time that the fans get behind them again and Sell the fight again. I'm. Mm. I'm. I can't see it happening very quickly.
1: Are you getting tested at the moment regularly? Are you on that? Are you on the program where someone can show up at your house and test you, or do you get test like
3: on fight week or at the fights? Um, I haven't been thus far. Um, I don't know if that's because. If it starts at title fights or mm. UK, uh, yeah, you
2: yeah, could they call it, I think they call it
3: vaguely like championship level fights. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. you're having to be fair. Yeah, but yeah. there's obviously
2: a point where they go, okay, it's worth testing this guy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, who makes that decision? I don't know.
1: Comes at a cost as well, like yeah, financial cost. Yeah. So either the promoter or the boxing board of control I have to pay
3: for these yeah um, is it in the world rankings is it because I see something about the WBC yeah. rankings and to so, so they, they got be a clean
2: they got a clean boxing programme so that's run by VADA like mm. you say to be in them mm. you then have to be subject to random VADA testing as far as we can tell though it's not that often Yeah, but at least it's something and Connor wasn't in that at one point I don't know if he mm. ever came in it but he got taken out of the WBC rankings for that reason yeah Mm. but then other than that for the uk boxers there's ukad who do the whereabouts testing which i'm sure you were on yep and then it means you might get tested at some point but then until you're deemed sort of under that umbrella not getting tested yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. so then it's like and then if you're not in ukad like if you're in america or in russia and you're not paying for vada testing for a camp as far as I can tell, you can literally take whatever you want because why yeah. would you ever get tested? Which is which is a worry. So at least in England we have Ucad, but yeah. like someone like you, Harlem, they're not te- they're not bothering you yet.
3: Yeah, I think there should be. I think they yeah. should be testing people a lot earlier. I think the testing procedures need to be ramped up massively. But uh, but who
2: can have, who's paying for that? This is the problem, isn't it? Like where's that money? Because it's not a cheap business. So if no one's paying for it, no one's getting tested. It needs to happen. Yeah. You know. it needs to happen. Uh, it's at the detriment of the sport, isn't it? That people see it as this lawless business, yeah. And then in the end, you think, okay, well, what's what? Where's the where's that end? And like you say, this one crossed over massively. Non-boxing fans are going, what do you take? Do like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's bad. Look for the sport. Yeah. Mm.
1: Sometimes there might be some genuine mistakes. There might be people that haven't equated the moral standing on it. But then also, you want this way. I used to look at. it. I want every. Possible advantage I can take going into a fight, but for me, just have a just just have the rules, and as long as I'm one side of the rules, I'm clean. Mm, yeah. my, my conscience is clean. Yeah. If I stray across those, then my conscience is not clean. Yeah. So. If all of a sudden... Um, yeah, but
2: you're relying on people's integrity there. And yeah, like- but
1: no, the, the, the drug testing is there to enforce that, you mm-hmm. know. And there's not just drugs, you know, they might be tampering with the gloves in the changing yeah. rooms, you know. You'll have a, a inspector in there watching to make sure you're not... Someone ain't trying to run them over with a BMX or, you know, just punching. punch you can't even punch a, a brick wall. That's like a habit. I remember Anthony yeah. Joshua used yeah. to have a habit and it came out that, you know, he comes in and just taps warming up on the, on the concrete yeah. wall and they're like, oh, what are you doing? You're trying to break the gloves. Like, I'm not. It's just what I do. I've been yeah. doing it for as long as I live. Yeah. Um, hand wrapping was important. And then we, you know, you've had the, the hand wrapping scandals before in the past where they are like a plaster of Paris. By the time they've dipped them in, yeah. and they've come out you got to, you've got to live the the the, the moral line really yeah. i think mm. you know? but some people don't that's the problem isn't it yeah
2: and it, i think the problem comes is that it's incremental isn't it it yeah. might be like just take this thing here like it's fine it's totally legal before yeah. you know it, you're doing this and that or it yeah. might be that when you're not getting tested you happen to start taking stuff and then you get to a level where they start testing you like oh, shit, i can't stop now yeah because i'm i'm at a championship level now and that guy's probably taking yeah, it because yeah, yeah. i know i haven't been tested you were always any you'd have to be naive to think that the people who are in who can who sort of sort out these supplements and these yeah. PEDs? They're always going to be more advanced than the testing, yeah. just because of the just the nature of it. Of course yeah, it, is. it is. And like for you, when you're on Ucad, like did any when you got tested by Ucad in the morning, say was there ever a time when they'd come back the next day? Because if I I'm agree, if yeah. I'm if I've just been tested by Ucad, I'm y- thinking, sweet, yeah, I can probably, go now. I'm yeah, good to yeah, go yeah, yeah. for a day at least, yeah, so I can no, bang look, whatever I want because they're probably they're not coming back today. If you've got these substances that can get cycled that quickly, yeah. it make you start thinking okay everyone else is doing this I need yeah. to be doing this otherwise I'm going to get my head taken off
1: as you get further along in your career and you start earning more money you can invest in your health a little bit more yeah. so again it's like the you know if I can afford organic meat because it's better for me and before when I first turned pro I can only afford crap Morrison <laughs> <laughs> don't throw Morrison <laughs> i <I'll> am <throw> Morrison. <laughs> british it's all british morrison's We <laughs> want a, a sponsorship deal coming from Morrison. but anyway and then or some other supplements i mean supplements are not cheap you know and yeah. they, you know they might only give you that one percent but um mm. that might be that might be mm. enough there's yeah. and then you can employ a doctor who can prescribe you legal supplements this one helps you sleep this one helps with recovery this one helps this this one helps that again all perfectly legal nothing mm. banned yeah. or anabolic or anything like that yeah. but
2: it's money doping. It's, well it's money. I it's think money every,
3: everything just needs to be clear cut. Like, like you say, like a line down the middle, this, this is acceptable. This is against the rules, but every board as well, every different, whether it's UK, VADA should have, I think sh- should be kind of intertwined in having the same products either side, you know, that this is either legal or or not legal and uh, just make it clear-cut for for fighters, so th- there's less blurred lines when it's like, did he mean to take this or this, mm. you know.
1: We've had that before with Billy Joe Saunders, yeah, where exactly the same. he took a
2: banned
3: substance. Oxylophrine.
2: Very yeah, good, thank you. Dave. Very <laughs> good. I remember, Very sharp. do you know why? Because I was covered that fight, well, the fight was never writing happened. You were puns for it. Demetrius the- Andrade, yeah. No, but it was the Andrade <laughs> fight. And I was booked to go to cover the fight, and obviously, in, and Saunders gets he actually vacated his belt, but he didn't fight. He didn't get licensed by the Massachusetts board, but the board, the British board, were fine because it's not on their list. Or it was like in competition, which meant the day of the fight, and he'd taken it in camp. But mm. Varda wouldn't have that. In the end, Andre end up fighting Walter Court and Dokwa, knocked not, him out. But that's why I'm on that because yeah. I remember it very well. And
1: not that we need another argument. But what a terrible, a terrible um, line that is. Where in competition, yeah. it's so like, yeah. <laughs> like
2: you stunning. can't have it between rounds. Yeah, like, it's, 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 it's when incredible. Is in that, competition yeah, in boxing? It was like, the day for the, uh, that for this substance. Anyway, the in competition I believe meant the day of the fight, wow. which is unbelievable. Yeah. So if you deem it like not suitable for the day, how is it being allowed for the whole of camp? <laughs> and I think he said it was a nasal spray, and it had this substance in it maybe it does give you a little boost for when you're doing your sprints or whatever and if it's allowed he hasn't broken any rules yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like you say there's this grey area where v- Vardar have said well you can't take that yeah. but UCAD or whoever it was have said well, it's fine by us like we don't see the problem with it out of competition yeah. so it's those grey areas where it falls between the cracks yes, and there was yeah, obviously yeah. one here because he passed all his UCAD tests Ben yeah. so Vardar come in and say well he hasn't passed this one who do you listen to? Yeah. so you can see the ambiguity there it's a problem isn't it? Mm. it's a real problem and then undercard fighters like you got no fight for no through no fault of your own it must be hard to stomach especially for you because i know how seriously you take what you ingest yeah and what are you vegan yeah and what you consume yeah nutrition
3: is you know is important to me and and living clean trying to be the cleanest nutritionally athlete i can be plant-based george fancy that
1: I'm a, f- a flexitarian. Get down, Morrison's. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they got yeah. in Morrison's. I go, uh, yeah, no, I go. I, I, I'm not doing it at the moment because I'm just lazy. So it's like I'm sandwich. I'm on a sandwich diet. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, so it's, it's bread. If every meal, it's a terrible, it's a terrible <laughs> sin. It's easily done. It's yeah. just it, it's quick and easy, isn't it? Yeah. I just put it in, put it in a sandwich. So but
3: when you're used to restricting yourself, you know, for years boxing, when you can eat what you want. Yeah, Well, not do, you do. Yeah. yeah,
1: I. um, but I did start feeling bad. I was thinking I'm can I could eat meat at every meal, and then mm. I was like, right, I'm going. Uh, I thought I'd invented it, but I hadn't. It's flexitarianism where you uh, <laughs> you go vegan. I was going vegan through the day, and then whatever for dinner. Mm. I thought, that's, yeah, that's not good. That's yeah. not vegan. That's Variety. Not. So vegan, yeah, that's, no, but that's, if you if you've ordered like the mushroom vegan burger, yeah. oh, it's out of this world. Yeah. yeah. So I meat, think flex- meat is throw vegan food under the bus straight away, but yeah. it's like, no, it has to be good because yeah, yeah, it it's be good. got no meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has to taste good. And now there's loads of products out there. This has become obviously a show about encouraging people to yeah. uh, be vegan, <laughs> yeah. but there's loads of good ready made. So, if you haven't got to become a chef and you have all these like ingredients and start mixing stuff up and that and make something vegan, you can yeah. just get burger straight away off the bat.
2: I can't remember what brand it is. Impossible now. Burger. They no, were no, big no, in the game. Nah, they they yeah. don't sound too healthy, though. No, no. What's in that? <laughs> yeah. Um, Harlem, have you spoken to Chris since this all happened? Since it's yeah. all unfolded?
3: Yeah, I went for uh, for food with him, kind of the evening that it all kind of. He went in. Crumbled on the, on yeah, the, on the, the menu. The, yeah, he was he was eating his sixty-two <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. percent food, but yeah, he's obviously devastated. It's not going ahead, but at the same time, I don't think he he really understood what. What actually came up in the in the um, positive test because he wasn't aware of that I think it kind of dawned on him after that hold up here you know I'm boiling down to a weight whilst this is going on this isn't right type of yeah. Thing, yeah.
1: yeah I mean Chris he splits the crowd sometimes doesn't he And if you I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying do you know what I mean yeah. sometimes people yeah. on his side are not but You can tell just from the general... I've been asking everyone, what do you make of this? What do you think of this? But there's a lot of sympathy out there for Christian. He's emerged with unbelievable credit from this whole saga, isn't he? Because people appreciate that he's held his side of the bargain. You know, he's made the way... No, no, every time I every time I saw a clip of him online, he's either eating KFC <laughs> yeah, or a chicken burger. He nailed or it, saying. didn't he? I yeah, mean, Kate. he's not flexitarian.
2: He's eating what he wanted. Yeah,
1: he's had about four birthdays this yeah. calendar yeah. he? like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. He's got a new case. <laughs> like, yeah. Um So it's all obviously that's all just like a bit of fun and maybe mind games, just, you know. But there wasn't a chance ever that he wasn't going to nah. come in on weight what he was stipulated I knew I, I, I don't know him obviously nobody here as well as you but from what I know of him, yeah, boxed that's, him. that's what he was going to be no but like I'd seen him in the gym yeah. he used to come and spar and stuff like that um, very professional so we used to put him up at the Park Plaza and he'd be there a week Um obviously come downstairs to spar but um I don't know. I used to do a lot of running on a treadmill. They had a gym in there, a treadmill, and it was boring. It was this yeah. tiny little room with a treadmill. But I was like, "This guy's got some, <laughs> some go, man. He's got, he's got he's got a good mindset, good a good engine. Like, yeah. just he'd be in there running.
3: He's very like he's very robotic in in the fact that he can do something, to something that other people might think is you know boring or joy. He can he can do it and and keep doing it. And that's I think where his intensity and success comes from in boxing and boxing is a repetitive kind of sport you're, you're doing the same type of training day in and day out and he's set up for that kind of that kind of lifestyle and that's mm-hmm. where he gets his success i think i used to remember seeing him on insta
2: like he'd have a fight on saturday and on on his instagram he's in the gym on the sunday straight, yeah. straight away was only part of you or, or him actually on the friday you like you talked about peaking yeah did you train did you do a session just to blow off some steam and to um, I, d- I didn't
3: personally, just because um, couldn't be asked.
1: <laughs> no, I was just like he's stuffed with that
3: salad. Yeah, it? he's, <laughs> in he's full stomach. of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think it's just about getting your mindset ready to go again, you know, and and actually giving your mind a break so that you're you're ready to go again because you can't keep your mind or body at that peak intensity that it is when you're preparing for a camp. So during that preparation you know you're at uh, a high kind of focus you you're training you're running you're sleeping you're eating that's it and you're trying to give your body a chance to recover in between so i think fight weeks usually that resting point where it's like okay everything's done i'm just going to do these last bits of you know weight cut and then then you've got that high output in the fight and then after that you know you've got some time to actually just recover and and reset, reset. From, from all that work so it was kind of like all the work's been done. Mm. You haven't got the outlet, mm. but you still need that recovery yeah. Yeah. because you've, you, you've
2: put yourself yeah, so through it. How, right now, we're talking on Monday. So how different do you feel now compared to a Monday where you have had the fight on Saturday? Do you feel about the same?
3: Very similar, yeah. Really? Very similar. Mm. But I just know that I've got to do it all again, yeah. you know, <laughs> For the, uh, to, to peak on fight night. So it's just going through that repeat cycle. How long will it take you? Say you could choose
1: when you box next. Would you rather oh I want to get this out of my system fight in two weeks? Or are you like, no, that's a bad idea. Do I need to fight in six six weeks, eight weeks? I mean your camps right now, I would say you're not really you don't really need a ten,
3: twelve week camp, do Because you? No, 'Cause you're no, like no. you're already fit and you're yeah. quite active. So it's yeah. like
1: is a four to six week camp more reasonable for you? Yeah, I
3: think like if they said next week that would be ideal because I just roll straight straight through have a couple sharpener sessions and then you're you're good to go um that's interesting so that's yeah. how you feel right yeah. now you feel like mm. you're not
1: over the hill and on your way yeah, back down no, you no. sort
3: of you can maintain that peak definitely definitely i feel like i'm there so it'd be like the sooner the better type of thing yep. um i've been given a rough date which isn't too far away but it will be kind of like a four to six week kind of camp away again which you know isn't the worst thing in the world but Sooner the better, I think, once you're at that peak. Mm.
1: And you're training in Lon- London? or
3: Yeah, Ry- uh, Rygate, Redhill area. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. And do you live local to that now? I live or? in Brighton, which is about an hour's drive away. Do I you just, do that commute daily or do you stay up? I usually do it daily, yeah. Just fly up f- for my uh, boxing session, two, three hours, head back and then uh, kind of rest and recover and, and do the runs and the cardio stuff in the evening back in Brighton so you're
2: just one of the many undercard fighters who didn't get their fight so now they're all wasserman and all or all, all matchroom on that sh- on that show right yeah yeah so yeah. now everyone is the promoters involved have to then place everyone exactly, different dates yeah. that's a must be a big job for them they have to try and get them on their like i know matchroom got a show coming up and there'll be shows they're sort yeah. of placing you on someone so they've sort of given yeah. you an idea of where you're going to land or they yeah. could just create a show create their no? own show yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's quite a few shows coming up to the end of the year. So everyone wants to get paid for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I think Harlow wants two
1: in before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I need uh, (laughs) need double bubble now.
3: (laughs) But I actually already had a fight date after this, so I was meant to get two in before Christmas. But because it's not so far away, it's like you'll just fight on this one. You know, so I lost out on a on a fight, which is kind of annoying. But at the same time, uh, at least I get get one in before before Christmas. So. And
1: this was a huge platform. It was you know, So you know your Wasserman might say, right, we got you out in such and such, but it's your yeah, call. You know, exactly. it's a your call Channel Five show, which is different, might be slightly different. It hasn't had as much money spent on promoting it as O2 Dizone yeah. pay per view. You know, so yeah. is that to contend with. It's I mean, great to
3: be attached with because it was also the the Eubank Ben, and obviously being involved in that in that family rivalry. It was a perfect one to be to be attached to, to, to go on there and put on a, a performance in front of everyone. So it's a shame, but what's meant to be is meant to be. That's the, that's the horrible <laughs> thing about boxing. Yeah. Uh, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's unpredictable at times, it, is. it really is. Next time it's... Uh... Well, not be long before you're headlining. Yeah. The O2 I don't Hopefully. Know. They don't confuse any, any Ben fans the last few months. so they friends and stick your way?
3: Um, not so much. Not so much. Because you're the
1: nicest guy, the, nice yeah, guy the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Eubank. Nice Stewbank. Nice bank. I mean, everyone at times t- it's, not, it's probably not the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah,
3: haven't got much competition. But yeah. um, everyone in the family has their own personalities. And I think people often kind of will obviously identify with. The ones they're most familiar with, uh, which is obviously senior and, and junior, and they have, you know, different personalities to me and more polarizing characters. So, um, that's a great word, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> way yeah. to say it. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very diplomatic. That sounds like you might have discussed that yeah. at, home, <laughs> at home at some point can, with yeah, mum and dad. Can I call <laughs> them
2: polarizing? <Yeah. laughs> is that safe? Is that safe? <laughs> but actually, uh, speaking of is that, is that what your route into combat was? was it the the fact that who
3: your uncle is do you feel like that was basically the kicker or how not, did not at all like I started off watching Bruce Lee movies like I, I was always attached to kind of like philosophy and discipline and I like the fact you you go into a dojo and you take your shoes off you bow like the I loved just the everything about it really yeah I've done that for four years went into football and then I, I never thought that I would take up boxing because I was always like, this has already been ticked, this has been done. How am I going to try my hand at this and, and compare to what's already been achieved? So I was always probably more put off to start than anything and, and thought, let me try to su- gain some success in in another sporting field because I was always very active. But at 18, I kind of you know got into it and found it very tough. Obviously, when you walk in the boxing gym, it's a bit different to karate. Karate is more non-contact. And uh like, f- through the motions, you go through the, the motions and and uh, more kind of set out drills, whereas boxing, you jump in the ring and you're getting full pelt punched in the face, um, especially when and, your surnames you back yeah, 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 <laughs> and you don't know how to defend it like you, you don't have the skills, you haven't built up the skills to defend it, so you're like, "Why is this so hard <laughs> yeah. and I think that kind of that's what kept me engaged in it because I'm like see i've got the the discipline and the the traits that come with combat from an early age but it's like how do i get better at this how do i actually get in there and have success and and develop and that just comes through time and, and practice and and that's what that's what i've done up to this point that's
1: definitely a, a Bank gene in terms of the discipline mm. and philosophy as you say there yeah you see that you know i've seen that a lot in senior and in junior and then again in yourself and yeah, I can imagine it is a bit tough, not throw karate under the bus, but to come from karate into <laughs> yeah. boxing, you know, them, them boards don't punch back. Yeah, they, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, uh, and then you seem much more open to learning, if this is the right way I'm going mm. with it, than say Chris Jr., who is very much his own man,
3: his own way, this is it. Yeah.
1: Though That's just how he comes across.
3: Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I'm kind of of the mindset that if I take on the right, kind of advice and incorporate that into my practice. The sky's the limit in terms of what I can achieve and how, how far I can advance in the sport. I think Chris is more, more headstrong in the fact of, I can do this and no one can beat me while I'm doing this. Psychologically, he's very, very strong in that. So it's kind of like he does have a strength from that kind of self-confidence in what he's doing. I have an element of of that as well, but I prefer to try things and see if they work, and if they do work, then take them on board.
1: Maybe you got a slight less pressure as not being the son of Chris Eubank Senior as such, where it felt like Junior was always... had someone on his back Mm. to prove.
3: Mm. Yeah, Mm. I think he's already took the heat. He's already took the main pressure of being Chris Eubank Senior's son, and I think he was... Out of the the legends' sons, sons, as people say, I think he was one of the first here to really take the brunt of of that pressure. And senior was one of the the more polarizing legends as well. So I think polarizing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I think I use that word again. It's a good you know, word. Keeps me safe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in case they see it. But um, yeah, I feel like whereas other legends in the sports, I feel like their sons may have a different. Reception from from the audience, and as far as I've seen, anyway, a lot more supportive off the back of from from the jump. Whereas I think mm. Junior maybe felt the mm. opposite from the jump.
2: Yeah, I feel like Connor actually Connor Bernard because Nigel Ben was slightly different. Like received by the public, mm. Connor never got the heat that Chris did. Yeah, and I think it's right because people had this opinion on senior from yeah. from his days boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you're absolutely right. Was that when you f- your first exposures to boxing was that at the Brighton & Hove Club, Scott's
3: yeah. place? Yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, Brighton Hove. Yeah. Uh, boxing gym down uh Hove Seafront. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that
2: Chris was in there at that point as well.
3: Yeah, so I kind of see Chris training here and there because see, I started at 18, but I'd been down the gym a few times before that, and to s- see him training and. It kinda of gave me see him training early on gave me a sense that it was actually possible to do because you see it it's, it's tangible. Whereas when you watch senior back, see them legendary nights, you're like, How did he do like how did how did you do this? And it's <laughs> it's hard to walk into an amateur boxing gym and get the answers to you start here, how how do you get here? But to see Junior kind of making that transition and Fighting on, channel, on these Channel Five shows and, and building, you kind of get a sense of okay, so this is the reality of how you how you become a pr- professional fighter and how you become a champion.
2: And did you feel like at that point there was a target on you a little bit as an, as another Eubank in the gym?
3: Definitely. You, I mean, you always you always feel it, especially when you're when you're fighting at all these different shows. People recognise the name and they see it as a fast track. You know, if I can beat this guy. I beat a Peter Eubank, mm. you know. I and mean, the reality is, you're only just starting, you barely know how to throw a punch, and you're already seen as, as a big target or a big achievement, and you're getting everyone's 110, 120%, because they know or they think that they're going to fast-track if they if they do something. Yeah. Mm. What's your goal? What's your ambition? Where,
1: how far are you going to go, mate?
3: I want to be world champion.
1: Of course, that was it. That <laughs> yes. was my <the> <laughs> <it>. first time to hear. Yeah,
3: I want to be world champion. And I feel like I said it before, and people take it more seriously now than they did when I first said it. I feel like I have the capability to do it it's just continuing to to work on the craft as I have been over the last 10 years but I think I'm getting closer and closer and and uh, my performances are, are developing each and every time mm.
1: no I've seen a, a marked improvement in your performances uh, and then it's just, it's always about trying to become a complete fighter. That's, yeah. how, that's how I'd t- try and describe you now, if, if that's okay. Yeah. Is you can see there's loads of little subtleties that you must be working on in the gym that you're able to get out in a fight in an entertaining way. Yeah. You know, not, oh, you should have got rid of him in two rounds. You took <laughs> 10, but oh, I wanted the rounds of them all. Yeah. Like, no, you just flat and couldn't get rid of the guy. Yeah. So, you no, know, you, you set stuff up joy to watch at the moment, mate. Thank you. Yeah, Can... you're always
2: banging on about him actually. Yeah.
1: You're I am. Yeah. <laughs> I, appreciate that. I am. Yeah. M- much better than the other. Who's the other you man? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, did you did you I don't know, I, I this might be totally wrong, but it feels like you've always slightly separated yourself and you've made the like you've done your own thing. Has that been yeah. on purpose? Because you want you didn't want to be the cousin who's in the gym. You you did your own thing on purpose.
3: I just think that I had to put myself in an environment where one I had fighters my weight that are elite level and that have you know Olympians and and get that experience and get that sparring and get work harder than than everyone around me and I felt like I had to put myself in in that environment um but at the same time I don't think the opportunity was there to have the fast track route and I'm grateful for that now because you pick up things when you when you go the old school way when you go through the fights yourself when sometimes you're paying to actually fight i'm grateful for for that now because it puts you in a a whole different mind frame when you go into them bigger fights and and when you apply yourself to actually the sport and and dedicate yourself to to the sport over a long period of time to get success because nothing comes quick in this sport it's got to be in it for the long run
1: yeah i think harlem's on harlem's journey you know Mm that's how it's always yeah, felt yeah and you're you know you just put yourself in the situation where you get the most out of it and probably be if you're just known as Junior's cousin doesn't serve you well you're yeah. kind of cur- carving out your own your own path um, especially when it seems like uh, Junior spends a lot of time almost training himself you know or you have iconic names like Roy Jones and others come in but how does that help you mm. um, you settled in doing your own thing and winning. Dex, should we try the feature, or should we go anywhere else? Right. I reckon do a feature. Let's do a feature. Maybe I reckon we, like
2: he he hasn't fought this weekend, so if you need some competition, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 this one is one just one. as good. Have you got it? George has done a feature. The feature. What's the feature?
1: Right. So good each question. week we do a feature. We name the feature. Right. Feature usually is a quiz. Mm. Nothing to worry about. Right? <laughs> There's no prizes involved. Right? Okay. Uh, this is a bonus app but we're still going to go run the feature. This yeah. is our first bonus set with... With a feature in it. And, and, and a guest. And a classy guest. Yeah. little play on words, right? And there's, I mean, I couldn't think of anything None original of with one. Eubank. I no, mean, but this
2: is Eubank focused and it gets Harlem. And this is actually exquisite. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Feature's called Q Jingle.
1: Here, here, Parliamentary questions. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. Look, he loves it. A, a senior Harlem,
2: special. because Yeah, it's a senior special, <laughs> parliamentary procedure, yeah. and it's called Harlem. It's fucking brilliant.
1: Harlem, we are going to go higher or lower. Quiz, yeah? You, my friend, are 15 and 0, mm. according to Box Rec, yeah? yeah? 15 and 0, right?
2: <laughs> Would have been 16 and 0, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I've gone through Box Rec yeah. and I've had a little look at some of the other dudes in the super lightweight slash lightweight division throughout the world. Yep. And you got to go higher or lower. These guys are all unbeaten, but you tell me whether they've got more wins on their record or higher, higher more wins, lower less wins. We're starting with you at 15 and 0, Harlem Newbank. Number one rated fighter on Box is Josh Taylor from the United Kingdom. What's his record? Higher or lower than 15 and 0?
3: Higher.
1: Yep. Well done. That was Very easy. nice. <laughs> 19 and 0, Josh Taylor. Yep.
2: Yeah. Unified champion.
1: 11 in the world on Box Rec is Ryan
3: Garcia, USA. Higher or lower than, than 19? Is he, at,
1: 19 has he got and more 0. wins than 19-0 or
2: less wins than 19-0? Lower. Oh, see, that would have got me as well. It's wrong. No, nah, Ryan it?
1: Garcia, 23-0. Really? USA. That surprises okay. me. Right, yeah. number three on the list is... Oh, no. Lindofo... Delgado
2: <laughs> Lindolfo Delgado Of
1: Italy He's 24th in the world On box Rec Is he higher or lower Than
2: 23-0? Do you know Who Lindolfo Delgado is? No but you I'm going to You should Probably fight him next
1: yeah. <laughs> He's scheduled in two weeks mate
3: Get him up i know about him When he lands <laughs> Higher or lower than 23-0? I'm going to go Higher No he's lower He's 16-0 16s.
1: Right, number four on the list is Liam Par- Parrow. Australian. Australian, 26 in the world. Is he higher or lower than 16 and 0? Higher. Yeah, he is. He's Gosh. 22
3: and 0. We've got one, mate. Yeah.
1: Five on the
2: list is John. This is a great name. Bowser.
1: Is he higher than 22 and 0 or lower than 22 and 0? Higher. No, he's not. He's John 17 Bowser. and 0. <laughs> lower. Right, next is Alexander Duran. Duran. Hans of Stone. <laughs> Hans of Stone. He's ranked 99 in the world on BoxRec. He's from Panama. Uh, is he higher or lower than 17 Kinda and 0?
3: he's got to be higher yes Boom.
1: 21 and 0 right number 7 Brooke Jarvis Australia another Aussie number 120 in the world Box Rec is he higher or lower than 21 and 0 higher he's not he's lower he's that was harsh Tw- 20 <laughs> and 0 20 and 0 Brooke Jarvis right number 8
2: now this is a good one Now Harlem, this is somewhat. This is a fight that we're going to see down the line you yeah. are going to make a lot of money from it yeah. who is it
1: Number 122 in the world on Vox Dalton Smith. Higher or lower than 20 and 0? Lower. Yeah, he's, he's 12 and 0. <laughs> like the look
2: of Dalton Smith. Yeah, he's, he's a, getting a lot of
3: a lot of shine. He's got a lot of love. Um, yeah, they think he's going to be very good, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a, a great fight between the two of us. Mm. Number 9,
1: Jack Rafferty. Jack Raff. say what you see, mate. Yeah, he's number 139 in the world on Boxrec UK. Is he higher or lower than 12 and 0? Uh, higher. He is. He's 19 and 0. Right. <laughs> Jesse Petit Jean. Uh, he's German. He's ranked 144th in the world. He's unbeaten. Mm. Is he got more or less wins than 19 and 0? Less. He has 18 and 0. Jesse Petit Jean. It. I don't know who he's boxed Yeah, <laughs> to get 18-0 no. not yeah. get in the top 100 <laughs> Deck, read me that next name number
2: 11 is Kazak he's number 227 in the world no doubt he's unbelievable he's called Zankosh Turarov is he higher or lower than 18-0? he's number
1: 227 wow. in the world
2: <laughs> yeah 25-0 <laughs> Tw- and 0. 25 Zankosh Turarov <laughs> Final, <laughs> final one. You got this one in the locker George? Michael Diego Schlick. Schick. Schick. German. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's ranked fifteen hundred and seventy-two in the world. That's he's, how
2: many
3: He's coming for you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds dangerous, eh? <then. laughs>
2: <laughs> Michael Diego, Schick.
1: Un- unbeaten
2: German. Yeah. yeah. Higher or low than twenty-five and now. Mm. Lower. Yeah, boom. He's one to zero. And that's pretty
1: much what you are on this quiz. I think you beat us one zero.
2: <laughs> Let's follow the journey of Michael Diego Sheck from now on. Yeah. Who knows? It might be. Let me get him up. That was a difficult quiz, mate. I'm telling you, when he said they were it, all I was around the like, similar numbers. Yeah, like. he's harsh with it. Some of them, there was one in it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get him on box track. This this dude.
1: Here, here, parliamentary questions.
2: Uh, it's a good division, though, isn't it? Yeah. All it is. round. I mean, that tells you.
3: It's, it's it's kind of wide open. I think since the catch all Josh Taylor fight, mm. people kind of see the division's wide open. Really, like I think when obviously Josh Taylor was cleaning up against all the American boys and stuff, it looked kind of like he's kind of too too far away from everyone else. But I think it's wide open, really. You know? I think
1: I think a lot of them fights as well were nip and tuck. You know, yeah. Take Taylor to his credit, bit down the gumshoe yeah. got the wins, but. You know the Pro Grey fight. Yeah. I, think, that, yeah. I think he's the, the most
3: re- dangerous of Progay. I think in the division. I yeah. think yeah. I think Taylor's game plan for that fight is what, him got, what got him through, but he had probably had a lot of problems in that fight mm. as well.
1: Progay, mm. he sort of I wouldn't say threw the fight away, but he, mm. the first half of the fight was his, and um, you know just he was doing a lot of media. I remember loads and loads of media before that. Yeah, fight. busy I week. It's, uh, Yeah, is he trying to? He's trying to build himself, but. Take his eye off the ball. Mm. It's a great division.
2: How far off did you feel, like time-wise? I mean, from that, from that, from those think, guys, that those fights.
3: I I would say, you know, for them world title fights, between two and two to three years to build How properly. And twenty-eight now, mm. yeah, to to build properly and and go into them fights, one hundred percent that I will come out on top between two to three years. But I'm confident now that I could compete, but I've still got a lot of. Work to do to to become that complete fighter that I want to be. So when the time comes, I'll, I'll relish them fights. It's
2: good to hear, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Not not going. Yeah, I'm ready now. Six yeah. months. So I'll take him on. But it's good to hear. <laughs> like, no, that's the plan. Like, this is what I'm going to do. This is how much you're going to develop. Yeah. And at the rate that you're boxing as well, this weekend notwithstanding, that's a lot of. Opportunity to learn all the time, innit? Yeah, should we let him go? I think we should let him go. That was sensational. <laughs> oh, that was
1: awesome, mate. Thank you so much for not tearing up the studio. <laughs> yeah, he's very like, relaxed. He is. He is. I mean, um, oh, I couldn't, I can't I, I, I can imagine, but I can't imagine. Like, it's just terrible to get to that close, yeah, and the fight fall through.
3: Yeah, oh, so we we'll see you out in the next month or so, you reckon? Yeah, in November. Oh, okay. um, November, late November. So, um Will that be I back on a
1: Wasserman show, do you think then? or
3: you, yeah, yep. yeah, it's going to be on a Wasserman show and I think it's going to be announced this week. So, perfecto. I needed a, a win after last yeah. week. I <laughs> <That's laughs> got his win. Wicked, mate. Perfect. Nice one, mate.
1: What a lovely guy, Dick. What a
3: top bloke.
2: Yeah. Top Eubank. Yeah, I mean, they all are. He's, He's pol- not polarizing though, is he? No, he <laughs> might
1: be. I'm, I'm going to really get to grips on the definition of polarizing. He's the least
2: polarizing new bank I've ever met. What a legend. I <laughs> should have asked, him. we should have asked Frank Smith that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would know. <laughs> uh what a great guy great episode
1: great episode bonus episode Deck. this is we just keep over delivering love it, underselling over delivering two, So is a two-pod week
2: i love a two-pod week
1: these club members are loving it and harlem's in the club this is great deck my my friend who is also in the club yeah stevie from dale youth has he got an and official th- position Avid listener. Okay. Even when I, I sometimes I'll tell him like, oh, we've got such and such on next week. He don't want to hear it. He's like, mate, don't ruin him surprises. <laughs> that's so good. That's how that's our. We should give him. Let's
2: get a title for, for him. <laughs> like, a title for him. <laughs> yeah. Official.
1: He would love that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask him what position he wants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe get him. a CV off him. <laughs> He's a good lad. He's got a question for him. He's us.
1: got a question, right? He said that um, oh, our general understanding is that Connor Ben's tested positive for a banned substance, which is used as a female fertility drug right Mm -hmm. so his question is which i don't know the answer to is can a female boxer take this and is it legal for her but illegal for a for a a a male boxer i mean i'm
2: not qualified to answer that maybe one of someone in the club is
1: that was the question that was i was hoping that someone in the club could shed some light shed some light because steve is of out of his mind he needs to
2: know if not margaret goodman can answer it that's your job then. yeah honestly we're gonna, we're ex- gonna get. yeah how, okay question for you then george how the bloody hell is anyone going to be able to answer that how can they reach us
1: first of all via our socials because oh, yeah. that's how the world is They're today. Banging, yeah. we love them socials we've got an instagram and we've got a twitter oh. it's gg boxing club direct to us or could they email us they could email us
2: because like, that.
1: <laughs> that. you're an email man i yeah. know that right uh, they can email ggboxingclub at crowdnetwork.co.uk. Co.uk, .com Who no. make the assumption.com. Uh, bre- Brexit we co- Britain, isn't it? No, we are co.uk. We like a co. Do you know what I just realised, George? Go on
2: then. We forgot to ask Harlem for a playlist entry. Bollocks. So, what we're going to have to do is make sure if you've got a playlist entry for us, get him in via those channels. Well, I'm going to text him now. Yeah, let's get Harlem because we need him on there. I'm, I'm going to text playlist. him.
1: Get, get, get. Yeah, because I reckon he's got something he's really got good. got some tunes, yet. Yeah. Send your entries in if mm. you haven't already. Playlist is is hitting off. We'll stick it. I'm going to do more posts because people actually need the link. I think I forgot to tell people the link. <laughs> so people are on their own playlist classic. and they can't listen to it. It's an absolute classic, shambles. Classic Groves, yeah. yeah. So I'm enjoying it. Yeah. But I'm going to share it with everyone else Finally. Here we go. Thank Regular you. programming tomorrow uh, with none other than your Bessie mate. Malik Scott. Malik Scott banger
2: another great app it's awesome it's an awesome episode you're gonna love it if you listen to both pods this week you are like truly elite thank you